Hey, today on The Killing Fire, um, we're going to be doing Fist Bump Fridays. And this is when I talk with other podcast host guests uh, about what they're doing in their ministry and kind of things that we can glean from. And so today I have Everyday Discernment's podcast host guest. I'm sorry, host, not guest. Um, Tim Ferrara. Thank you for coming on the show. What is up, Troy? So good to talk to you. It's been great to connect in ministry over the, I guess, years now and yeah. uh, to be able to chat today. So thanks for having me on. Yeah. So um, today we're going to be talking about a fun topic and, uh, and it's really about how the Lord has been using you and how the Lord can use others in uh, social media ministry. And uh, it, it's a, I don't know, maybe a new category, maybe not, I don't know, but but you are definitely the person to talk to about it. Um, so let's, let's just talk, uh, actually, before we dive into the topic, a little bit about you, a little yeah. bit about um, your background and, and what you do, and then we can get into the topic. So. Sure. Yeah. So I grew up in the church. My dad was a pastor and, you know, I've been a Christian my whole life and, you know, just kind of went through the motions, did, you know, involved in church, uh, went to, went to get my marketing degree, uh, jumped right into the business world, working in management and, uh, met my wife when I was 25, been married for 16 years now. And she was a pastor's kid too. So we both had a lot of ministry background, I uh, never felt called to full-time ministry, so I did the management thing, uh, working in retail, which is a love-hate relationship with that for many years. And, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. so we have two kids. My son is uh, 12, my daughter is seven. And, uh, you know, I, I just did I just did the, the career thing for many, many years, uh, 24 years, actually. And uh, it was only about in 2018, I felt called to start a ministry. And I, you know, I was involved in church, leading small groups, was an elder, um, but never really felt, felt called to full-time ministry uh, until about 2018, I felt called to full-time ministry. And I started you know, a blog, I called it Discerning Dad. I just started writing because God started putting things on my heart, specifically around discernment and helping Christians make better decisions that honor him. And so I started that. Uh, and I, right before that, I really wanted to just give up social media altogether. I just wanted to quit, go cold Turkey. I was done with the negativity. I was done with what I was seeing on there. And God was really calling me back to it, to be a light on social media. And so that was a journey of, of understanding how to blog, how to create a website, how to, how to start a podcast, how to write a book, how to engage in social media. Um, and from there, you know, started, a about a two-year journey until uh, last year in 2020, uh, felt called to actual full-time ministry to be a pastor, which is what I'm doing now. And that was an amazing story of transitioning from the business world to uh, full-time ministry and to be able to use some of the skills that God was teaching me in social media to now be, you know, in charge of social media at my church. Uh, the, you know, I'm an executive pastor, so I'm in charge of the business aspect of the church. And so uh, it's been really a cool story of how God just uses our, our abilities, the things he's equipped and trained us for, for his kingdom when we allow him to, and kind of just submit to him. And that was not an easy process. It really, you know, the discernment I preached, I had to live when I'm going to give up a full-time job, give up the, the, the financial uh, stability that I had, the security, uh, all that stuff I had to just lay before God and he's blessed it. And he's uh, allowed me to just have um, an amazing time of just doing this full time for him. So did you uh, in your, in that, that's an awesome story. And did you, when you came to that point where you felt like I want to just be done with this, 
Yeah. Right. I want to kind of throw the baby out with the bathwater, whatever. How did how did that conversation go with God uh, about that when you were at that that point before a lot of this stuff even came to be? Yeah, well, it was it was one Sunday in particular when we were talking about the gifts of the spirit and we had taken those spiritual gifts tests that you can do online. And my I was high in discernment, which I kind of knew, but just kind of got confirmed with that. I thought, no big deal. And then that Sunday morning when the pastor was talking about more about the spiritual gifts, I just felt almost like a download from heaven. Like, I want you to start discerning dad. And I, I got home right after church. I wrote down in my journal, like short-term, long-term goals, stretch goals, you know, had no idea what it would, what it would, um, you know, grow into. I wrote down that maybe a book someday, maybe a podcast someday. Um, so I wrote all those things and those were just, uh, I feel God inspired at the time, but I had to actually go through the process of learning all that stuff and taking it slow. And then through that, you know, um, I love how God does this. You know, he, he gives us small open doors and if we are faithful and walk through them, we see blessing. And over years, sometimes we look back on all the doors we walk through and see God's hand on it. And that was the case in my life too. You know, it wasn't just, Hey, become a pastor tomorrow. I'd be like, God, you're crazy. I can't do this. But he was really equipping and training me to be able to speak, to be able to write, to be able to learn more about him, to be able to come to the position I'm at today and just continue on this journey, which I'm not done in yet. Man, it's so cool. So I, I love being in this position where I'm, a, you know, I have, a, I have a podcast and I get to meet people like you. I'm sure you enjoy it as well, because oh, yeah. in my mind, I'm hearing other people's stories. Yeah. You know, you're sharing your story, but I'm hearing other people's stories. And I, and listeners, you guys got to hear that that God will, it's almost like a invitation. Mm -hmm. It's like, um, um, like when God gave you the download of discerning dad, you know, it, it's, that's not the end all be all. That's just a door opener. Yeah. That's just a possibility. And, and God, th what I love about it is that God will drop creative ideas into your spirit. Yes. And that are divine creative ideas. And did you, as kind of staying with the discernment theme, when God gave you that idea, did you just sit on it? Did you share it? Did you, how did you process that idea with people or did you? Yeah. You know, uh, I had a, I had a pretty good, what I thought plan when I wrote all that down. And so it just started with the small steps, you know, uh, starting blogging. I, I just blogged for a while because God had already given me these ideas for blogs and I hated writing. I, you know, I hadn't written anything of substance since college really. And so to the idea to be able to write and blog was foreign to me. And so I had to kind of get over that first, uh, before I could even think about writing a book and, uh, it was about six, eight months of just blogging. You know, I didn't even put my name on the blogs. I was just discerning dad, which my mom is like, you got to put your name on the blogs. And I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want the credit. I just want to, I just want this. I want, if it blesses like one person, I'm happy because I'm just kind of getting it out of my spirit that God had put in there. Uh, but anyway, it, you know, I started, God gave me another download for the book, Everyday Discernment. Um, and that was an, an amazing process of being able to write a book in, in a matter of months. And that was another thing where, well, I can't, keep my name off of a book now. So, you know, my whole ministry has just been, if it helps somebody great, you know, it's God's, it's not mine. I don't need the, the, the glory, the honor, because all glory and honor goes to him. And it's a tough balance when it's, you know, talking about social media, talking about promoting your stuff, because there is a degree where you have to do it. You just, you're online, you have to post, you have to be faithful. Um, but what, what is the balance between doing that? And then, you know, 
doing it in a wrong way, trying to get, sure. you know, partnering with the wrong people, you know, posting things that are edgy, somewhat sinful. Um, you know, there's, there's, there's a degree as being a Christian influencer, which I hate the term, but let's call it for what it is now, you know, it, there is a degree where you still have to be faithful to what God's calling you to do and not just try to be all things to all people in a, in a, in a negative way that tarnishes your witness. Yeah, no, that's a great, that's a great word. So, so let's just kind of dig in a little bit to, to what you are doing. So, um, so it started out, so kind of take us on the journey. So, because, and I can relate to the blogging thing, because there was a time where I, I needed to get something out. Yeah, I got to even know if it, it was almost as important. I mean, I love for people to read it, but there was a process where I needed, there were things that God was giving me. I just needed a voice for, and I didn't yeah. No, nobody's going to invite me to go preach at the church. You know, I was just like, yeah. well, I'll blog. And so that yeah. was kind of like a place to get things out. So walk us through that journey. Like, how did you make decisions to go from blogging to different things? Yeah, it was really, uh, you know, one step at a time, uh, starting with the blog, um, growing on social media. Now, I had no idea. I hadn't been on Instagram yet. I had no idea about uh, a lot of these platforms other than maybe Facebook, a little bit of Twitter. Um, so I really had to learn social media. Uh, and now, granted, remember, I had a, I was almost quitting it. Now I'm like trying to jump into it full force. So I really have yeah. this love-hate relationship with social media still to this day. But uh, when I see social media, I look at it as a platform for God. And it can be a lot of things. It can be a lot of negative things. But when you think about the platform itself, there is nothing that can compare to that. You know, look at these TikTok influencers now. There's some Christians that have 2 million followers on TikTok. There's nothing that compares to that other than filling stadiums back in like a Billy Graham crusade. Yeah. You know, so just putting in perspective of how you can have an audience that big uh, for really, you know, some people, I'm not saying you know, major people, but some people can just grab a phone and start getting thousands of followers, whether or not they are ready for it, whether or not they've been equipped, whether or not they, you know, back in the day, you had to go to seminary, you had to have be, uh, you know, go through the process of discipleship, go through the training, go through all these things before you could have a platform to preach. And it's both awesome. And it's both very dangerous. I look, especially on TikTok, where there's so many Christians who, um, there was a time in, in 2020, where there's just Christian influencers popping up all over the place. And many of them fell away because they're young kids and they don't really have that, that um, foundation to be able to preach the gospel. And granted, anybody can share a testimony, but it's different when you start getting the, the feedback, the comments, the hatred online. And what do you do with that? How do you process that, especially if you're young and not mature? So what I'm trying to say is that you have to have discernment when you're on social media. It's a great tool, but it also is something that can suck your time. It can suck your joy. It can suck your energy. Uh, if you're not keeping it in its proper place and having the maturity to know what that place is in your life and in your family. Man, there's, yeah, you're giving me so much gold. We're going to, I'm going to try to try to keep <laughs> us uh, on track because I'm going to want to get into sort of the, the lessons learned. So before yeah. we get there, um, what platforms are you on today? Like, where are you active? Yeah, the, the big ones, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and uh, there's another platform called Faith Social, which is like Facebook for Christians. Um, I'm a quote Christian, and they don't call it influencer, uh, Christian influence on there, whatever you want to call it. Um, you know, there's a lot of smaller platforms too. There's probably 10 to 12 social media platforms overall that I'm on. Uh, WordPress, because I'm blog, you know, you can, there's a social media function on there. But those are the main ones. Uh, TikTok okay. has really been something that 
uh, I, I downloaded and I was going to quit <laughs> literally because my feed was just garbage. Um, but if you learn to, to control your feed based on the hashtags you search and the people you follow, uh, it can be a great place. And so it's actually been the best Christian community out of all the social medias that I've been on because the people are really supportive. You get to, um, there's a much better interaction with other TikTokers on there than it is, for example, like on Facebook. Um, so that's been a great community to kind of pour into. Um, and going from being able to quit it to jumping up like 20,000 followers in a matter of two months. I'm like, Oh, there's something here. I can actually do messages and, uh, you know, spread the word in a 15 second, you know, discernment clip or whatever I want to do. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. So, I mean, and that's a part of the reason I want to talk to you because I think I remember, uh, when you were kicking that off and how long have you been on TikTok now? Uh, I think it's been since early 2020. Okay. Early. So it's, you know, so it's been about a year and a half yeah. or a little bit more. And, um, and so, and what, what were you like, what was your thought in going into it? Like, like, how did you decide to go into it? Like, what was all that about? Yeah, well, it was just curiosity, because I heard so much about it. And, yeah. uh, you know, downloading it, like I said, I was going to be like, this is stupid, I'm, I'm deleting it. But then when videos start picking up, and you get more views on there than you do on Instagram, you're like, Oh, there's something to this, um, mm -hmm. I can actually um, and it has a great video editing tool just from someone who's not amazing at like some of the, the more detailed programs, just to be able to create a video with a cool sound or cool edits on there. And then to be able to use that on other platforms. So a lot of times I'll edit a video on TikTok and then share it on Instagram and Facebook or, or my personal mm -hmm. page. Um, so that kind of drew me into TikTok. Um, now I've, I get, I get guilty of the same thing where like, oh, I need a cool sound. So then I'm scrolling for, you know, 30 minutes later, I'm just like caught in the, the web of TikTok uh, feed. So I have to have discernment with my time on there too, but it's really been a cool platform to connect with other TikTokers like uh, Grayson Bearden's on there. He's the one I was talking about, has over 2 million followers. He came on my podcast. Uh, I've had other TikTokers on there uh, who have come on my podcast just connecting with. So the community itself, you know, there's, 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 you know, the typical stuff uh, that you face with people um, kind of tearing each other down. But overall, it's, it's, it's a pretty positive community. But like I said, you have to have discernment to know how to filter your feed, because if you just jump on there and see what's on your, the, the for you page, uh, you're going to be like, well, this is just garbage, but you yeah, know, no. um, and I'm not saying it's for everybody too. I know two people, I know two Christian, uh, and TikTokers who quit the platform recently. Uh, they just felt it wasn't for them. They felt they had to move on to something else and Hey, God bless them more power to them. Um, God might ask me to do that someday too. And so you really have to be, uh, you know, what is your motivation for being on there? Is it to get a million followers? Well, that's not a good motivation. Does God want you to be there to shed a little bit of light on the platform? That's kind of my motivation. Um, but if you're just doing it for likes and follows, um, that's not a good motivation to be on any social media. So you really have to check your heart with why is God calling you to be there to begin with? Because if it's about, the likes. And I get in this mindset too. Well, like, oh, this one only got 20 likes. This one got a hundred. If you're playing that game, that's a dangerous road to go down because you can never find contentment because there's always one more like you can get. There's always one more follower you can get. So if you're not content with what God is having you do right now, you're not going to be content when you have a million followers either, because then you can have 2 million. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, there's so much wisdom in that. And, and just for sake of of clarity, um, you were saying on TikTok you have about 20,000 20, followers. Uh, on Instagram, how many? Yeah, uh, TikTok's up to I think twenty seven now. Twenty seven thousand okay. TikTok or Instagram is uh, nineteen. Okay, okay. And so, um, 
so let's just talk about that because I, I've dealt with that as well. That sort of like the, the um, whatever it is, the dissatisfaction trap, yeah. right? I'll mm -hmm. just call it that, you know, where the God, godliness with contentment is great gain. That's what scripture yeah. says. Godliness with contentment is great gain. Yeah. Social media can create a structure in you where all you feel is discontent. <laughs> right. So can you give some wisdom to people that are you know, on social media that are trying to do something for the Lord uh, yeah. to kind of navigate that? Yeah, uh, there's so much and there's not one right answer for everybody. But uh, some general wisdom is just know where you're spending your time. You know, there's apps on the iPhone to know how much time you're spending on certain apps. Um, so have discernment with how much time you're actually spending on that. And if it's at the expense of something else, if you're not spending time with your kids or if it's, if it's hurting your job or, or things like that are key indicators. But in a general sense, you know, just from a peace of mind, you know, I had to check myself where I would wake up in the morning and just go jump, jump right onto social media, see what new likes I got, see what is going on the, in, a, in the world. And it really steals my joy when I start my morning that way. And I had to do a much better job of waking up. And then that's when I do my quiet time, which is another issue because I would, you know, in the past do my quiet time five minutes before I'm going to bed and, and uh, just like falling asleep. And that's not giving God my best. So I, 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 I do a better job now of keeping the phone in my room when I come out and do quiet time. So I don't get distracted by it because that's really sacred time between you and God. And so if your quiet time is being jeopardized, if you're not spending time in the Bible, if you're only getting your doctrine and your Bible from Instagram and social media, that's a problem too, because yeah. I post, I post, you know, social media verses on social media. And I think, you know, as people are scrolling through the feeds, being able to be reminded about the scripture is great. But if you only get your, your, your wisdom and your scripture knowledge from me, that's a problem. And so I tell people that too, you know, you know, make sure you have your quiet time, devotional time, journal, all these things that we know are good for us pray. I mean, there's times when I'm like, yeah, I read my Bible today, check. And then I don't pray. So what is your routine like with God and not in a, in a structured, you know, monotone type of uh, um, boring way, but in a way that how do I start my day in a way that keeps me filled throughout the day so that by the end of the day, I'm not on fumes. I'm not, you know, angry with my children at the end of the day. I'm not falling into sin and vices because I haven't had the Holy spirit fill me up to be able to do what God has called me to do, whether that's being at your job, whether that's being on social media or, or anything. Yeah, that's really good. So, uh, so what about has have you ever experienced where God would give you guidance in the middle of in in the midst of social media? So, for instance, a new feature comes out, a new thing comes out, a new platform comes out, and you feel God either saying yes or no or any kind of direction that way. Have you had that experience? Um, not in a you know directly from God. You know, there's wisdom to be had for trying new things and knowing when to get rid of them. Uh, There's a new app called Clubhouse that that blew up early this year. Uh, and I, it was pretty awesome at the time. And you jump into these rooms and you just talk, you know, you just talk with other people, you talk with influencers, you can jump into rooms with celebrities and, and hear them talk. And man, I was addicted to that thing for about a month, you know, a month or two. And I did feel God just tell me like, you're spending way too much time on this thing. It's not even, there's no benefit to you or your ministry or your connections. Uh, and so I gave that up cold Turkey. Um, yeah. it, just from that conviction, you know, and, and there's other things where, you know, just from a practical perspective, you know, Instagram started Instagram reels and 
jumped into that. I, and this isn't like a God thing, like God's like go to Instagram reels. No, it's just like trying new <laughs> things, seeing what works. Yeah. Um, that was something where like my TikTok videos were coming down uh, a little bit. And so jumping over to Instagram reels, putting some of the same content on the reels, man, I was getting some like hundred thousand plus, you know, Instagram reel uh, videos. Um, so be able to, I think just being willing to try new things when it comes to social media, finding out the good, you know, routine for you. Um, a, a, a trick of the trade I use is time hop. I don't know if you heard of the app time hop where, uh, it pulls up your posts from a year ago or two years ago or three years ago. Well, I have my Twitter, my Instagram, my TikTok, my Facebook all in the time hop. And so I'll pull it up and be like a year ago today, you posted this verse. And if I'm pressed for time, I'll just be like, that's great. Let's do it again. No one's going to remember what I posted a year ago. And it's a good way to kind of recycle content. That's good content, but also something that keeps me uh, more sane by not being like, Oh, what am I doing today? Let's come up with something brand new because if, especially if it's the word of God, the word of God never changes. And so I can post something that's similar or whether it's, you know, maybe an older picture because my editing skills have gotten better over the years too. And I'm now by no means, you know, on a, on a professional level, but based on the programs I use, I can, uh, do a better job with graphics than I. So if I see something like three years ago, it's like, oh, that's ugly, but I like the quote. I'll take the quote and make a new, uh, yeah. make a new thing about it. So, so uh, just out of curiosity, I think I actually approached you about this uh, a while ago. Is it always was a mystery to me, like how people grow. You know, it's just how does this happen? You know, it's just yeah. like. And so, do you have any wisdom on that, or is it just you be faithful, God does the rest, or is there some yeah. beyond that that you do? Like, uh, And I've had people that have had a lot of success on social media say, yeah, it's the work of social media. It's the, mm -hmm. the calming and the liking and the interaction and the time yeah. investment that translates into followership or audience. Yeah. So I'd like to hear your perspective on that. Yeah, a few things come to mind. You know, there is, <laughs> there is a measure of uh, luck, if you want to call it luck, if you want to call it God favor, there is a measure of things that are out of our control that you can't, you know, sometimes I have no idea why one video goes viral and one doesn't. Yeah. Um, especially on TikTok, it's just kind of like so random. Um, but as far as general rules for being on there and, and doing it well, uh, first of all, is be consistent. You know, if you're going to post daily, post daily. If you're going to do a podcast and post it like I post mine every Monday, then do that. Don't miss a week. Don't make your followers wonder where you went. Um, you know, be consistent with the the routine and the rhythm that you've kind of created. Um, and then also do things with quality. Um, you know, research what it what does it mean to have a good blog? What are other people doing? What are other channels doing? There's some Instagram channels I look at and it's like, man, that page is gorgeous. I love how they just structured all their, you know their little pictures in a certain way. And when you look at their page, they're like, they make little bigger pictures from the smaller pictures. Yeah. And I don't know how to do that. And there's carousel posts on Instagram. And uh, there's all these, these awesome things that other people are doing is like, Oh, you know, if I'm, if I'm want to learn that, then let's go for it. So do things with quality and consistency. Um, and then don't, don't, uh, don't tarnish your message because you're just trying to get likes, you know, don't, yeah. don't do something that is inconsistent with your brand, with, with the message God has given you just because, uh, you know, you, you might get more likes because it's edgy, you know, or because uh, you might tear someone else down, uh, in order to bring you up. Um, so, so don't, don't do that. You know, I've, I've 
there's been a few videos where I'll, I'll call out maybe uh, a Christian that has left the faith and make it a discussion point, you know, well, why did he leave? Let's learn from it. Uh, not in a way like, oh, this guy is evil going to hell, but in a way that like, let's, let's pray for him. Let's figure out why this famous person left the faith. Uh, there's people that have their whole platform around tearing down other, other pastors, other, other ministers. Uh, and that's not for me. It's not what God has called me to. Um, so I think that's the main thing, consistency, quality, um, because you are representing the kingdom. So you want to do things with, with, um, with, with goodness and representing God and then, uh, stay true to the mission, uh, God has given you. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's all really good advice. So two more questions. One is how do you avoid sort of the trash, right? You know, you, you get, there's a lot of these, uh, bots and, and other sort of predatory kind of things on these platforms. Yeah with pornography and, and just all kind of heinous stuff. Yeah. How, how have you navigated that? Yeah, no, that's a good question. And it's, it's something that is, um, you know, something depending on how prone you are to that, it will be a bigger temptation for you. Yeah. Um, but even if you're going in with the right attitude and saying, I don't want to look at that, things will pop up. And so yeah. do you, do you quickly scroll past? Do you block the thing? Do you, do you uh, repent? If you took a second look, like those kind of questions have to be on your mind when you're on social media. And like I said, there is no shame in giving up social media. If God, if it's, if it's tarnishing your witness, if it's hurting you uh, mm -hmm. sinfully, um, it's okay to give it up. And so I think people sometimes need to hear that is like, no, this is the end all be all I have to be on social media. Oh, maybe not. Maybe what, what, what's God calling you to do? Uh, and I think too, you know, um, there's a lot of, apart from like the, the lust part, uh, there's a lot of social media that will just steal your joy. Yeah. Uh, the, just looking at news articles will do that. Uh, as you scroll through Facebook, um, there's two times that I can remember, especially on TikTok. And as, as much as I like TikTok, uh, it's also somewhat toxic depending on, well, there's two times I can think of one time I posted something about the new age and I got on this feed of just, uh, it's called witch talk. And I got on this feed of just, uh, thousands of comments from people in new age, from witches, um, from people as young as 13, 14, following pagan practices and witches and stuff like, and like, it really opened my eyes to this new world of, of TikTok I hadn't been involved in, but they were just commenting on my post and tearing me down. And, uh, it was about a 48 hour period of just literally thousands of comments. And the same thing happened in another post, uh, where I hit, you know, it went viral among atheists, uh, it didn't really go viral among Christians. And so just tons of thousands of comments, people duetting my post, you know, saying all kinds of things, which I tried not to watch them. But uh, I say that for two reasons. One is that it can be toxic in the the trolls that you get, the comments that you get questioning your faith. So you have to be, that's why I go back. You have to be strong in your foundation of who you are and what you believe, because when those comments come, you have to, you have to be able to resist that. Um, and even for me, who i, I feel I was pretty strong in my faith, 48 hours of just thousands of comments from witches, that's going to tear you down spiritually. And so, mm -hmm. um, you know, I had to just like, uh, you know, I forgot how many days I gave up on the app, but you know, I had to give up on the app for a few days just to kind of reset. Um, it was, it was a spiritual battle. And so, um, be prepared for that kind of stuff too, because if you can't handle the trolls, if you can't handle the negative comments, questioning God, um, saying, you know, your, your sky daddy, your spaghetti monster, in the in the skies is, is not real um if that gets to you if that uh if that makes you question god um then you really have to go back to your foundation of why are you doing this and uh go back to what is true go back to the bible go back to um 
your foundation in Jesus. And if you don't have a foundation in Jesus, those things will get you a lot harder than it will me. Yeah, no, that's so good. You know, I think of the scripture Jesus talked about, and he says, if your uh, left hand causes you to sin, cut it off. If yeah. your eye causes you to sin, pluck it out. And the biblical principle is if social media or mm. anything else in yeah. your life leads you into sin, would you rather be holy and walking with God in a righteous way or have your quote unquote freedoms to do whatever you want, however you want it, leading yeah. you into sin, asking God to forgive you while he's given you the, the solution is cut it off and pluck it out. Yeah. And so that's a word for somebody definitely that's listening. Uh, we're talking about it from the context of, you know, a platform that God can use, but God might be saying to you, get off. Yeah. And it's time. And so you need to hear that word. And you need to heed that. Um, so, and, you know, and God will, you know, kind of guide you as he has. I, I For me personally, I'll just kind of do a quick testimony on that. Uh, early in my faith, alcohol led me into sin. Mm. Anytime I would drink, I would lose my uh, fight against uh, pornography and other things. And I would always kind of lead into that. And the yeah. Lord said, cut it off. I was free to drink but it led me into sin. And yeah. so I stopped for years and years and years because I was not strong enough. And That's so good. for those out there that are listening, you guys, the Lord has freedom for you, but sometimes it's going to need to be at a cost of your freedom. So what do you want more, your freedom or freedom from the sin that plagues you? Yeah, that's really um, good. And um, my heart too, you know, on a, uh, on a positive note is, is to really help people that are um, in ministry and may not understand the benefits of, of doing things like being online, having mm -hmm. a podcast. Um, I started, a, I did a five-day training program a few months ago that's available online, but it, really mm -hmm. focusing on helping people do exactly that thing. You know, think about what live streams did for churches in 2020, you know, churches yeah. had to go on live stream out of a necessity. And I think there's a lot of small town pastors who may only have 50 to hundred people in their church, but God's giving them messages weekly. What are they doing with those messages? You know, when you preach, it just kind of goes out there. People may or may not listen to it again out of those 50 to hundred people, but that same message might make an amazing blog. It might make a great Instagram post. It might make a great podcast to follow up on to be for people to be able to ask questions for. And so there's a lot of awesome tools for people who may not even realize it or think that online is not for me and obviously go before God. But really what I did with the, the program was just help people, you know, what kind of strategy can you have with social media? What kind of strategy can you have with your audio, your voice, with written strategy, creating books and blogs, and then a profit strategy too, because there is a way to make, you know, not a full-time income always, but there is a way to make money online too, by doing the, the mission and the calling your, your, your uh, God has given you. So, yeah, that's, that's really good. So um, I think that the one place I want to end is some of the wisdom that you've gained, like from, I had to get off TikTok and then I got back on. How can you help people who feel like they can kind of get out of, out of kilter or they get off and how, how, what kind of wisdom would you offer them to help them kind of reset? Even if it's like, I started this with this motive. Now I'm over here in this camp and I'm kind of like lost my way. You know, yeah. how can you help people get recentered on the purpose that God has for them in related to, to many social yeah. media and stuff? Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's very important. And something that I'm doing, uh, even now is, uh, laying everything before God 
and being okay with the fact that if God asks you to give it up tomorrow, you would say yes. Mm-hmm. You know, if God asked you to give up this ministry, give up your podcast, give up whatever it is tomorrow, would you, is it truly God's or is it yours? Mm-hmm. And if it's God's, then he can do whatever he wants. And uh, I try not to get hung up on the numbers or that kind of stuff and just give it to him. I pray over my episodes being like, Hey God, this is yours. Do with it as you will. Now that doesn't mean that I'm not going to post about it. And I'm not going to, you know, try to promote it as best I can and be a good steward of it. But it also means that uh, I have to listen to God and not just say uh, for my podcast, for example, I'm on season two, I'm about a year and a half into it. And so I can't just be like, this is my podcast. I'm going to do it for another five years. I have to be like, okay, God, what do you want me to do in the next six months? Is the podcast involved in that or not? And uh, I'm going through this journey right now of just asking God, you know, uh, you know, is your favor still on this podcast? Is this something yeah. you want me to do? Should I pivot yeah, yeah. and do something else? I mean, 2020 taught us to pivot in more ways than one. And so we have to be able to pivot in our ministries by listening to God and not just be so um, focused on holding on to it so tightly that we lose the blessing that comes when we're faithful and obedient to where God is leading us. Man, good word. Well, Tim, so it, it's been great to, to interact with you online. And, and now we've had a chance to, to see each other face to face through Zoom and, and yeah. interact that way. And, and I just uh, pray blessings on all you put your hands to. I pray that you'll, you will uh, multiply uh, this kind of lessons that you've learned for others that have yet to even step into the social media world. Uh, if people want to follow up with you, where, where do they go? Yeah, thank you so much. Um, so my main website is discerning-dad.com. The podcast is Everyday Discernment. You can find it on all podcasting platforms. And then if you do want that training, it's free. Uh, it's called Ministry Funnels. It's uh, ministryfunnels.net. Uh, sign up. It's a free five-day course of just sharing some of my insight from learning over the last uh, three years of social media, online ministry, that kind of stuff. So That's so cool. Well, thank you for coming on, Tim. Yeah, thanks so much, Troy. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Hey, if you did like it, it would be really helpful if you want to send us a review over on iTunes. That would be really cool. And if you want to connect, go over to Instagram, search Troy Mangum or The Kindling Fire, and we can connect there, and that would be a great way to kind of stay in touch. I am doing a YouTube channel, so we do video formats of these podcasts, and we'd love to have you look there. Okay, guys, until next time, be awesome.